creatives are emerging from Africa, embracing their true identity and giving a voice to the otherwise marginalized, reshaping their narrative and chanting a new course for others to follow. We sit down with these creatives and discover who they are, what's driving them to create, and how it's making a change. This is The Creative Huddle. On this episode, we talk to Joanna Munengwa, aka Joe Biz, a young Zimbabwean social media personality and radio presenter. Let's discover how she got into this creative space at such a young age. So, hi, Joanna. Hi, Clement. Thank you for joining me on Creative Huddle Podcast. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure. It's my pleasure. Is it your pleasure, really? <laughs> no, I'm oh, joking. Okay, the pleasure is all mine. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, so first of all, um, how would you define yourself? This is like a really deep question. No, it's just like it's an icebreaker. <laughs> this ice is hard. No, right? Exactly. So how would you define How would Joanna? I define myself? I think um, Joanna is very unique. Um, well, actually, people don't call me Joanna often, right? So it's almost as if there's like Joanna, then there's like the nicknames. Just put them as together all nicknames. as one. Nicknames. Yes. I'll just, I'll just name them. Run Joe. me through the nicknames. Joe, Joe Biz, Joe Buns, Joe Biscuit, Joe Bora, Joe Abantu. That's like six, you see? And okay, here we are. so the main thing is Joe. Yes, then... or Mojo Jojo, as oh, long wow. as it has Joe inside. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so. so let's start off by just defining Joanna. Like, how would you define Joanna? Joanna is a multifaceted human being, in short. In short, yeah. Okay. And how would you define Joe Biz? Joe Biz is um, energetic, fun, um, more adventurous, and yeah. I think Joanna like it ends up falling under like a serious, you know, like hey, let's do work, let's be uh-huh. formal, and let's be serious. Right. Yeah. It's all me. <laughs> but if you if you if right. you call me by if you call me Joe Biz or whatever, the reaction yeah. is is different than mm-hmm. calling me Joanna because I'm not right. used to it. First of all, and then also, I'm normally called that when people are like when I'm in trouble, uh-huh. or, like people are like okay, <laughs> they right. want something from me. So okay. yeah, so definitely. So family calls you Joanna. No, oh. they don't call me, unless I'm in trouble. Yeah. I'm called Joe. Let's just say Joe. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's all me. It's all the same. Yeah. Just brings out a different reaction from me. Uh-huh. It's, it's all still me. Okay. No split to anybody's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. I think for someone your age, you've kind of done a lot or you've been in the limelight quite sooner than usual. Mm. Uh, I think the first uh, thing that mainly came out, like that just kind of introduced uh, Joe or Joanna to the world was, I think it was... Um, the Teen Awards, the social media. Thing. Mm. Talk to me about that. That was so interesting because I never even expected to be nominated, let alone win the award. And I think one thing that I learned was kind of that as long as you're passionate about something that you're doing and you just put in work, like there's always someone who might not be today, might not be tomorrow, but there'll be someone who will appreciate it. So I guess in that time and that season, mm. it was appreciated by someone in a high place who was able to put me uh, up for the award and... It was for social media, which was something that I was very much into, mm-hmm. uh, which is good and bad because <laughs> I used to, I think I used to post like every day, 
like i mean on my feed like a picture every day yeah. um so i was very much into capturing the moments but not like selfies and like oh look at me but yeah. like hey i love people look who i'm with now you know i'm yeah. with clemens i'm with sansa i'm with sansa so it was just mm. yeah and also spreading positive vibes that was something right. that i was very right um like into and i still am mm-hmm. just when someone sees my page they're able to find something that encourages them that lifts them up mm-hmm. and it all must just be aesthetic must yeah. fit together properly which ah. is just my own thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so how did you get into that space and especially not just doing um instagram and but then like how you just mentioned now the aesthetics of things because most people just post whatever mm. but then for you like you're mentioning has to be positive vibes the static has to be correct mm. and uh, it's it's also like just giving like hope to people like how did you get into that space um i actually don't know but i do know that um i, I think maybe i was thinking about or now i think about what i would want to hear myself while i was going through something or if i see something that i'm like well this is so cool mm-hmm. i'm like why must i keep it to myself like mm-hmm. it's probably someone else who relates to this and definitely i think nine times out of ten mm-hmm. whether i decide to just go on my instagram and just talk like from my heart or put something someone's like hey you know what? i actually really needed this so you actually yeah. never know yeah. um people might not even say but you never mm-hmm. know how many people you're helping or what other people are going through um and you could just be the light in their lives so yeah from being nominated to mm. winning it how did that change the way you approach social media um i don't think it changed the way i approached it yeah or i was just like it? No. I knew people were watching me and I was doing what I was doing intentionally. So right, I didn't right. really change anything that I was doing right. or anything like that. And I didn't start like, working out, like you know, <laughs> it's me, you know, <laughs> uh, the, the award winner. Like I never yeah. did that because I was yeah. like, you know, oh, it's not that I wasn't grateful for the award. I really yeah. was. Um, but it's social media. And mm-hmm. there's also then a fine line um, between reality and social media right. as well, where it's like, because uh, I then went through the time where I actually wasn't on social media. I think it was maybe like a year and a bit afterwards or two years after. I yeah. actually just went off. Okay. Uh, well, the social media was Instagram and that was I was nominated yeah. for. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I think social media has pros and cons. And for me right. personally, it just has to be like in moderation. Yeah. Because can get pretty hectic, mm-hmm. especially when like I've decided my stance is to be positive. Yeah. Um, to just give out like good vibes mm-hmm. i almost felt like i mean no one ever said but i felt yeah. like i was i wasn't allowed to be sad mm-hmm. i wasn't allowed to do the wrong things because i mean okay there she's posting at church she's posting at youth yeah. so can i be at a house party i don't mm-hmm. think so right. uh can right. i be sad i don't think so either <laughs> like i because yeah. i knew as well that so many people were watching me i wanted right. to make sure then that i was exemplary for people that were younger than me yeah to look actually look up to somebody be like hey this is a role model and then to also on myself put pressure like you know there's people that maybe are waiting for you to just post today and then mm-hmm. you're not mm-hmm. uh but at the end of the day you really have to take care of yourself mm-hmm. and i think it was my mental health i think that was kind of affected where that pressure that i put on myself where yeah. now i felt like i wasn't that person and i couldn't like feel for myself yeah i was like can you take a break and actually find out who i am not mm-hmm. who social media is saying that i am yeah. who they are wanting me to be but who yeah. am i actually like what am i doing yeah yeah okay so coming back did you think you had all those answers now or you were more sound-minded and sober in terms of how you want to use social media i did not have the answers I didn't know how I wanted to use it, but I just decided that I wanted to go back. Mm-hmm. But I knew that I was going back um, different. I wasn't going to be posting all the time. Yeah. 
I started being more reserved, like when I was on social media before. I think people knew not everything, but like, I mean, all my family and everything. Most of the time when I was not doing anything, but like, hey, you know, we're going for lunch today. I'd be snapping and whatever. So it was like me and the people that are following me were like Mm -hmm. with me most of the time when I was somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I think now I started having certain things that I'm like, okay, I'm posting this, but other stuff, not everyone knows everything. So I had some things that I could keep to myself. Right. um, Because though... I was affected by how I felt people or how I thought people thought I was, you know, all these mm-hmm. thoughts, thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I also give the bait for that as well because yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm at church. Okay, yeah, I'm here. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm here. So yeah. it's also kind of protecting like my own right. peace and whatever. So yeah, I'm right. doing this. If I bump into anyone, it's fine. Not that mm-hmm. I'm like ashamed of being where I am, yeah. but it helps to protect that. Mm-hmm. But it was also, it had an impact, me going away yeah. because now... People follow for content. Yes. I was off for it was nearly a year. Right. There was no content. So the my the drive that people had for like my page and my content was not at all the same. Mm-hmm. Where I would post and I'd now become like I was so used to people liking my stuff, people commenting my stuff. Yeah. It wasn't nearly as many or as much engagement as I had before. Yeah. So it's also another adjustment where it was like just as I came back, it was like I'm about to be kicked again. Like, why aren't people liking my stuff? <laughs> um, and then I had to like take back and be like, you know, that's not what I am posting though. I'm posting because it's just my page. It's what I want to post. Um, but it's a it was a battle still, even mm-hmm. though I was back. But yeah. it was something that I was like, you know what? This is a powerful tool. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's something I should let go of completely. Yeah. And there actually are people that will wait for me to post something. And I do mm-hmm. feel that uh, that's something that I, a task that I've been given yeah. is to be a light. And that's one of the uh, avenues that I can use to do that. Talk to me about um, how now, especially with Instagram, how that's taken away from you actually being in a situation where you're supposed to be like, let's say you're going for lunch with your friends. Mm. Uh, I think we spend most of our time looking for the right pose, looking mm. for the right, you know, uh, photo to take to post. Yeah. How is that uh, distracting from us being where we are rather than just going somewhere so that you can just post something and leave online? Yeah, no, I think it's so, it's so hectic sometimes. People get so caught up in that. Mm-hmm. I actually went for a breakfast uh, a f- couple of weeks ago and we didn't even use our phones like at all. And it was great. Yeah. But then there's times when you can go out and you can take one picture and put your phone away and yeah. be done as well. Yeah. So I think there's balance to it. Right. In that case, I was like, you know what, I'm here to see you. I hadn't seen the person in a long time. We yeah. had great conversations, you know, empowering and mm-hmm. um, just talking to each other. But then most of the time it's like, hey, taking a picture of, now the drink is here, take a picture of yeah. the drink. <laughs> okay, now the food is here, take a picture of the food. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, we're done. You know, show people that we finished the food, you yeah. know. So sometimes I think it can then distract from actually really connecting and, yeah. you know, going beyond. If you think about the amount of time, I mean, yeah. I think about it, everyone has access actually to their phone to yes. see how much time they spend on yes. what apps or yeah. on your phone at all with yeah. the screen time. Yeah. And you think, okay, so... I'm trying to get here for my, you know, my, my short term, my long term, my whatever. Yeah. Or this, I met, I came to, to be with you today so yeah. I could just find out how you are. And we've yeah. spent like a third of the time on our phones, either messaging, snapping. And it's like, okay, so what exactly am I trying to do? Mm-hmm. You know, like, can we just take a picture at the end just together, yeah. you know, <laughs> as a memory? So, yeah. yeah, I think there's just balance and each, yeah. there's no formula for everyone, yeah. but yeah. Each, each person has to find where, where their balance is. Mm. And if they're an addict, they must just 
sometimes just accept you just know accept and you it. just I mean, know when you're meeting with joe biz yeah. <laughs> she will <laughs> be on her snapping. phone <laughs> if yeah. she's without her phone she's not okay <laughs> you know right. yeah so yeah. okay that's dope you mentioned uh health was one of the reason why you kind of left mentally health that mm. is what the reason that you left social media uh for a season and looking at your pages now you're more into that health stuff you know like exercises yeah. and all that jazz mm. just talk to me about that how did you get into that space where you're like okay let me just focus mainly on physical health yeah where, uh, outside outside of the mental health so it literally started what like a month ago where i was like open with my social media about it and that was actually because it's actually accountability because if people don't see right. that I posted it, then they're actually going to ask me. No, right. Not so everyone. It's a motivation. Yes. That's pretty smart. Yeah. So I was like, I joined it with um, another Sweat Nation for fitness boot camp. Mm, yeah. And she started, she was on day three when I then started. And I, when I first saw day one, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> this is for others. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not others. You know, I'm yeah. set apart. I'm not supposed to do what everyone else is doing. You right. know, I was telling right. myself. Um, and then... I was like, okay. She asked. She was like, who's joining me on her Instagram? I was like, you know what? I should actually. And this yeah. was because I'd actually, um, one of my workmates actually challenged me because I saw an old picture. Not an old picture. It was like a few months old of me at this fitness shoot. But because my, my fitness had been very on and off. Okay. Where, and my body is very like elastic. My metabolism is good. So I can mm. be told, you know what? We want to shoot you for this and that, whatever. And like a week before every single day, I will do a certain workout. Right. And at the end of that week, I'll be looking like it's cool. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, I'm like, yeah, yeah. great. Thank you. I'm going back to my life. <laughs> because, okay. yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. So goal. I was like, it was towards, I think, mid-December. I was like, no, I actually want to be serious. December 2019? Yes, December okay. 2019. I was like, you know what? I want to be serious about uh, this fitness thing. All the time it's like on and off. Let me actually, you know, commit. And mm-hmm. this person was like, you know, just look like that, you okay. know, by a certain time. I was like, you know, before I leave for, for university, right. I'll look like that. Yeah. And that was just my goal. And then I yeah. happened to start this burpee challenge. It was 100 burpees every day for mm-hmm. 30 days. Today, I'm day 27. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I felt like quitting. <laughs> I don't know how many times <laughs> I've been like, no, not now. And then I do yeah. it later. It's just so hard. But yeah. it's 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 been a, amazing and it's something mm-hmm. that I definitely want to continue doing. Yeah. And so many people are also inspired by seeing someone else do it. That's what I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one person who messaged me. I was like, wow. She was like, you know, when I first started seeing you um, doing this stuff, I thought you were doing it wrong. So I okay. just like didn't pay any attention, but I can see the results. So mm. <laughs> please tell me more. <laughs> I was like, yeah. how about telling your sister she's doing the wrong <laughs> things though? Like, why are you letting the me results go? <laughs> are showing. It's working. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. I was all like, you know, keep going and stuff. So they see. And mm. um, even cool. if they are not doing a hundred, like I was always telling people, as long as you set a goal for yourself that is right. pushing yourself a little bit over, mm-hmm. you're doing more than enough. Yeah. I think progress is so important. Yeah. Progress, that's good. yeah. That's good. Hmm. And then I saw one of your um I think that you did an interview and then I think like around sixteen, seventeen. Mm. You're talking about being in Passion uh, over everything. No, no, no. You're talking about being an orthodontist. Yes. Like, really? I really did. So, Even now, I if I could do the okay, why I stopped, yeah. right? Okay, where was, did you start, first of all? <laughs> Okay, I had races, so uh-huh. I had an orthodontist. So I yeah. wanted to be an orthodontist because of my orthodontist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I just really enjoyed the process, like learning all the things. Okay. Um, and I was like, you know, I really want to do so this. So actually went into learning about it. Yeah, I had I had internships. I worked there for like okay more than a year. Wow. I think close to two years. At 16? 
uh, yeah when, when i so when i first started i had like an internship right i think i was 15 then yeah an internship just for like a week just mm-hmm. seeing everything then the following year when i was turning 17 I then actually went to work there and mm-hmm. I started doing their in-house like social media management and stuff. Okay. So because I was interested in I was a patient before, yeah. it was easy for me also being in social media and knowing certain things right, right. to give the, the theory and all the yeah. technical stuff of braces yeah. and then translate it into like simple language mm-hmm. and then give it to people because yeah. I was like a middle person between doc who's doctor and yes. patient who's like... <laughs> um, <Clueless>. what <laughs> exactly so that's that's what i did and i really mm. really enjoyed it mm. okay so Loved where did it. you stop oh it's like 13 years of school that's mm. not that's not where it ends right yeah my thing is i like orthodontics but when you tell yeah. someone orthodontist they're like oh a dentist and i'm yeah, like, like no, no it's not the same like if it was the same it yeah. would be called a dentist, a dentist. surprise <laughs> <laughs> So all the dentists, um, in short or rather simplified, are just braces where they deal with alignment of your jaws and teeth. Mm. And then dentists do more of like cleaning your teeth, extracting Mm. your teeth, um, that kind of stuff. So to do to be an orthodontist, you have to become a dentist first and then you specialize. Uh So I um, went to um, intern as an orthodontist my yeah. orthodontist was like you know what you should actually intern with a dentist because you have to do that first anyways mm-hmm. and if you study like in the states you have to do four years pre-med four years dental then you work as a dentist for like two years as like attachment or whatever oh. then you specialize for like two and a half years yeah yeah so it's like you know just go and intern so i went mm-hmm. i entered as a dentist as well and um it's absolutely insane i love i mean it was great i got to see also like periodontal work which is like gum work oh right and but i it was not for me yeah like people don't like going to see the dentist mm-hmm. like you're never like yes i must go like the like, dentist no, you leave and they're like go. you know every six months you must be here you mm. will not be there <laughs> like yeah. until you have an issue in your mouth yeah. you're like i have to yeah. go see this dude or this lady right. and then it's yeah. just it's just tough and then you have to put people in pain. This one time we went to theater and this person, the operation was so uncomfortable. Mm. I was so ready to be like, it's okay. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> like, we don't have to do this, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I was just like, no, you can't do that. As a yeah. dentist, you can't do that. It must right. be done. And mm. so I just felt like I was just too empathetic. And yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't working. So that's yeah. why I stopped because that's like, 10 years out of the 12 to 13. Yeah. Um, and even if you do it in any, like the, the UK Australian system, mm-hmm. you still do seven years for dentistry. I think if you do it in Zim, you do four years for dentistry, but you just have to go out to specialize. Okay. So yeah. it was just, it was a lot of years, you know, someone mm. will have a whole other degree oh, yeah, in that time. In that time. And I just thought, mm. okay. Yeah. So it was like a journey. Yeah. Cool. Talk to me about how you transitioned from doing social media work into radio. Yeah, from medicine to media, so that well, like to call it. Because I'd also like assist because it was an actual internship. So okay, I was doubling up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so afterwards, when I was like, I don't want to do dentistry, mm. orthodontics, whatever. Yeah. I really just didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. Then I was like, you know what? Let me just go to school and study like business or like accounting because uh-huh. you always need that stuff. You know, uh, yeah, like <laughs> even you do, yeah. if you have your own business, oh, someone, yeah. has you do that, someone has to do that. Someone has to, you know. So it'll be helpful. Mm-hmm. 
So I was just telling my parents, I was like, I just didn't want to be at home anymore. Yeah. Um, because I was homeschooled and stuff. My school was done by the right. time I was 16. Yeah. So I had done my A-levels. Right. And I should have been going to school. And I'd done school for medicine, but not, I didn't like do like exceedingly well. Mm-hmm. And med school is so expensive. So now it was just like tricky as to like how we were going to go about it. So I just told my parents, I was like, I have no idea. And then I decided to actually fast and pray and be like, God, please. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what I'm called to do. I just like to be shown or I don't know. Yeah. And so I did. And afterwards, I was like, I didn't like hear like some kind of booming voice or whatever. But I was like, I told my mom, I was like, you know, I think I should be in media. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept seeing like media and communications, which is actually a... Uh, I think it's like a degree, but a postgrad degree. Right. So I was telling her afterwards, and she was like, you know, I actually think, I was thinking about that, and I think you'd do so well, because you already mm-hmm. do social media and stuff, yes. and you like, kind of fit in and all that. So you started looking into it, but media and com- communications falls under journalism. Mm-hmm. I don't like reading. I don't like all <laughs> that. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, mm, this, is not, this is not for me, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then... Um, we tried looking around. I then was like, okay, communications, which I was going to study communications, but then it was like focusing on marketing communications or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, That didn't work out. And then I ended up studying, well, I'm going to study strategic brand communication now, which I think is more in line with all that I want to do after many other internships and all that. (laughs) So, Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so is that how you got into radio? Oh, I didn't even answer your question. (laughs) (laughs) You're so kind. (laughs) You're so kind. (laughs) I bumped into an ad, like, after the time I was fasting. Yeah. I actually don't even remember where I saw it or someone forwarded forwarded it to me or I don't know. Yeah. I just saw it and I was like, okay, let me go. And then I went. Um, I was pretty nervous. Mm-hmm. Like at first I was like, fine. And then when it was now time to like go inside, I was like so nervous. And then afterwards I was like, no, it's fine. Like it's good. You know, and then afterwards they were like recording certain people that had come out. And I was like, you know, look at me. I made it. Whatever. I definitely mm-hmm. did good. What, what? Being this confident person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, you're trying to jinx yourself. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Um, yeah. So I did the radio presenter masterclass. They were announcing the the people that had made it. Mm-hmm. I think it was a couple of days later on yeah. Facebook Live or whatever. And they come on. They're like, we had these auditions and this and that. And then they were like studying the names. And they're like, okay, first person, Joanna Munengwa. I was like... Oh, the first person. Yeah. Right. So I was like so happy. Um, and it was like, okay, wow. You know, this is radio. I'd never... It's not like some people are like, you know, ever since I was a child, I've been listening to radio and that's all I've ever wanted to be. Mm-hmm. It was just something that I really stumbled across. But I was like, you know what? I'm doing this. I'm going to give it my all. And I'd actually love to do something like this. Yeah. Um, so I then did the course. It was six like to eight months because we had attachments and we also had a tour in South Africa for mm-hmm. South African radio stations. Um, we also covered like the theory of radio in Zimbabwe mm-hmm. and our like coursework was designed by the Media Connection, which is in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we finished, graduated and I was actually taken up by ZFM Stereo, which is great. I was yeah. really happy because I mean, going through it, like, yeah, you know, stations can pick if they want. Right. Right. <laughs> and uh, with me also yeah. wanting to go to school mm-hmm. afterwards because I haven't been, I haven't done any tertiary education. Right. Was very... Um, 
like now it's kind of like i don't know like should mm-hmm. i stay and then do online school because of these opportunities or should i go and then you know leave radio mm-hmm. so it was really hard uh for me in the beginning uh because i was like hopefully they will take me up i mean there were people showing interest because you then actually work with them and you're attached to the different yeah. people and they show you and teach you and stuff yeah and then i went on an internship in south africa well you know what i've answered the radio question i took no, too c- much continue Should continue yeah i went for an internship was that during the radio presenter master class? yeah so uh-huh. after our south african tour i just stayed over oh. um and then i did an internship mm-hmm. at a communications firm right. uh, called maropa so they do communications and pr mm-hmm. um and it was just so interesting to see how like things work because obviously in zim I don't think a lot of people actually do PR or like proper PR. Like mm-hmm. you'll have someone who kind of manages something for you or like, you know, does like separate like parts of PR, but you'll never have like a firm that does things and knows PR in and out. Yeah. yeah. So it was really cool to work with. I got to work as well with the medical uh, department there and having done orthodontics as well. It also then all like nice. helps and links. Yeah. Um, they have a, a like a public office department. They have... Um, their design, which is where I used, I was there like for the longest and the most, because I think that's where I have most of my passions and I'm able to like work on the stuff that I know as well already. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that for like two months. It was like eight weeks. Mm -hmm. And then I came back home and, um, I was like, I should not, uh, stay home and and do radio and do online school because I felt like, I saw so much in the space of two weeks on an internship. Imagine mm. I actually had a degree. I was actually working, what I could do and what I could, um, the things I could learn and all that being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I then decided after that internship that, no, I don't think that I should be staying. You yeah. know, I love our country. Um, I do. <laughs> That's good. I yeah, love it too. I'm just gonna stop there. <laughs> Before you dig yourself any yeah. deeper, yeah, <laughs> you know, Zoom will always be my home. Yeah. yeah. So knowing that you're gonna go back to SA, why did you take upon the job at ZFM? Um, it was offered to me. Yeah. And I was like, I would love to take it on for four months, and I did let them know that you know I I have decided that I will be going to school, yeah. and my degree is this long, and yeah. I doubt I'll be coming home that often. Yeah. And it was also up to them to decide to take me on. And mm-hmm. I'm happy that they did because yeah. I still wanted it because I feel like that time it was uh, three months-ish, mm-hmm. which is a lot of time to learn things, to create an audience, to get to yeah. know people. Because, I mean, I had a show every week, sometimes more than yeah. one show in a week. Yeah. And it's still just helping me in terms of speaking because mm-hmm. beyond radio, I actually want to do TV. That's something right. that I actually have a passion for. So yeah. being able to speak to people, having to produce your own show, to make your own playlist. If I wasn't working there, I wouldn't feel any pressure to do it. I wouldn't be obligated yeah. to do any of that stuff. Yeah. So it's all a lot of stuff that I'm now able to say, look, I did this and I've learned so much in mm. those. I mean, each week is one show. It's like four, four shows in a month. Mm-hmm. It's like 12 shows plus that I've had to produce, um, you know, sometimes send it through my boss and have them help me and guide me. So it's invaluable mm. experience that I would have lost having not taken the job mm. but at the same time you're still working at a production house 
Yes. How? Why would you make a decision like that? I mean, why would you do both at the same time? There's 24 hours in a day. You know what I'm saying? Right. For someone who's going to school, they'll be like, let me chill, guys, until (laughs) then. No, I was like, I... I, I really, I think I've, I'm an internship person. I think that's what I've learned. Yeah. I think being able to see things hands-on and being able right. to work in different environments is, right. is great. And on all the internships I've been on, I've mm-hmm. just worked with so many great people. Like, I've never had a bad or horrible boss or oh, horrible work. I know. And I'm just like, thank you, God. Mm. <laughs> Please continue. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, you know, I really like to do something and learn more. And I felt like the production house, C Media, that I was working at also mm-hmm. did uh, different things from the other stuff that I had kind of been learning and seeing yeah. and doing from before. Yeah. So I felt like it would be good to see, especially also wanting to go into TV. Yeah. I think yeah. it's also good to understand behind the scenes right. and what happens behind. Because when you're in front, then you're just like, why am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. Why must mm-hmm. I be like mm-hmm. saying like yeah. this? Why, you know? So when you've had yeah. to record people, when you've had to be a part of productions and all that stuff, you mm-hmm. understand why other people are doing what they're doing and then also what will be expected of me when right. i am then right yeah so that was um one of the reasons okay mm. that's pretty dope thank you for listening be sure to check out the next episode as we continue our talk with joe Bees on the importance of balance work ethics life goals and principles